the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And welcome to the Dennis Prager Show on this Tuesday in a troubled America, I might say. May I give some kudos to Tucker Carlson on the depth and courage of his commentaries. They are an absolute delight to the conscience and to the mind. To say that there is nothing comparable on the left is uh, like saying that uh, I, I cannot play the violin well. It's, I can't play the violin at all. And an awareness that what has happened is very interesting and very disconcerting. Uh, you cannot ask questions. That's, that was the theme of his commentary, and it is entirely accurate. You cannot ask questions. So that merely saying, well, wait a minute, why did they shut down the counting uh, in, a, in a given precinct or uh, you know, ballot counting house, whatever it might be called, why did they, why did they shut it down? I remember the night, what was it, was it Philadelphia, where they said at 10.30, well, we're going to go to bed now. You're, you're not going to have 27 counting? A country is not more important than uh, one night's sleep for you? Uh, I, was, I was just, I, 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 no matter what side you're on, I find that unbelievably irresponsible at the very least. Is it, is it corrupt? Uh, that's that's the question, isn't it? So I think a fair-minded person would say, as in every instance of somebody being questioned, what is their record? Is the track record of Democrats one of probity, one of honesty and integrity in the voting process? If so, you are inclined to believe these things were counted fairly. If not, then you're inclined to believe that there are unfair counts. Did I say anything that is extreme or unworthy of polite company? I guess it's unworthy of polite company. Another question. Who has declared uh, Joe Biden the president-elect? The media. And that's it? Uh it gives you an idea of their power. And world leaders have been congratulating him. The electors have, been, have not uh, voted. The, uh, the, the, the states are still in question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they have, oh, they haven't certified it. All, it all makes it all, all the more important that uh, Georgia, the Georgia senators, be, Republicans be elected. What the left has done to my country is very painful. I spoke yesterday to a couple of hundred Penn State students through a joint TPUSA and PragerU event. Thank you to TPUSA. Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's incredible invention. And uh, I, I would like to make that uh, speech uh, available to every college student in the country. Because I know that when I tell them that, you know, this is a grand lie that America is racist, and they're living in a, a world of lies. It is the first time many of them have heard this. Not all of them, thank God, but many of them. And then I, and I calmly go through the data and the facts of life. I told them how, I, I always tell young people how bad I feel for them. And it's interesting, it's not, it's not something I want to tell them. I mean, I I don't want young people to be naive about life. There is tragedy in life. Life has inherent tragedy. Uh, uh, On the other hand, I do want them to to be hope-filled. And think of what the left tells your child from kindergarten through graduate school. Your past is awful and your future is awful. And the reason they do that, one reason is... They are miserable. Every leftist is miserable, both in the sense of unhappiness and in the sense of what they do. They create misery. Liberals are a mixed bag. Conservatives are a mixed bag. I understand that. But leftists are miserable, and, the, and, the, and those who are miserable hate the happy. It's a law of life. Not, the, not all unhappy people hate happy people, but miserable people do. So they teach them, your past is awful. Who did I ask? Wow, I asked. Oh, yes. Interesting. I asked my grandson. We have a, a Monday rendezvous via, uh, via Zoom, and we talk, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing that we can do that. He's uh, 10 years old. And I asked him, uh, who are your uh, American heroes? I think you should all ask your children or grandchildren, name your American heroes. And his first answer, you'll never guess, but you'll find this interesting. I'm speaking now to all of you and to uh, the Rock of Gibraltar. And... Uh, the, he said Jackie Robinson. Isn't that interesting? That was the first name that came out of my clearly racist grandchild. <laughs> if I would ask my grandchild, are you racist? He would, he would say, Poppy, what? He, he not only, he knows what the word means, but he, 
it's like asking him if I asked him, are are, are you uh, are you an aardvark? <laughs> That's how far it would be from his consciousness. Anyway, the first one was Jackie Robinson, and then he mentioned. I said, any others? He said Abraham Lincoln. So that was good. I, I was I was happy about that. But I'd, I'd like you to ask. Uh, your a ten year old child or fifteen uh, especially the older ones you know fifteen twenty years old do you have an American hero? God, I had so many American heroes growing up i I will tell you it it did affect me I think it was uh what i think it was eighth grade, and I was part of a George Washington play. Now, this is important for you to know. This was not a regular public school. This was an Orthodox Jewish yeshiva. And they had a George Washington play. Yeshiva is is an Orthodox scholarly place where you immerse yourself in text as well as obviously secular subjects. And we had a George Washington play. The celebration of America at my school was was very real. They have robbed everything of meaning. Thanksgiving. And now, of course, you're not supposed to have many people at your Thanksgiving dinner. My speech next week in Hungary has been canceled. It's very sad. I, I was very much looking forward. Hungary is in lockdown. They have a curfew, and uh, uh, can you tell me the what? What is the use of a curfew? They have that in New York City as well. A curfew. Anyway, obviously, had I gone, I, and if I would have gotten in, which is debatable, I couldn't have done anything. I would have been in in effect. The restaurants are closed, and by the way, that's a right wing government. So that's why my theory, just as Israel is and and India is and Britain is theoretically, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Leaders do not want to be accused of having killed any of their fellow citizens. So somehow or other, you can wreck your society for the foreseeable future. But you cannot be held accountable. And yet that's not even true. Is Cuomo held accountable? Why isn't Cuomo held accountable? All right, my friends. Accountability. one 8 Prager 776 I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. 
But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Settle down, it'll all be clear Don't pay no mind to the demons, they fill you with fear Hi everybody, you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show My column this week Every Tuesday, it's up. I, I ask you to subscribe. It's free. But I, I'd like you to see in writing what I have to say each week. It's DennisPrager.com. You can just go to it at Town Hall. Then later in the week, it's at Daily Wire and many other places. My column this week is, uh, I think, eight different thoughts. I had too much to say. So I I gave eight takes on the situation that we have now. And it is... uh, It is a situation in which about half the country is, and I'm putting this as mildly as I can, skeptical about the presidential election that just took place. Has this ever happened before? Well... Democrats will say, sure, with Al Gore in 2000. But that is not the case. That that was not a case of ballots uh, being, ballot boxes being stuffed uh, and uh, this happening in multiple states. It was simply about the Florida count and one, uh, one county, Broward County, and remember the hanging chads and how uh, what what do you do? And the Supreme Court, with its liberal justices, said it is time to declare a winner. And they and seven to two, the Supreme Court ruled that there would be no more recounting. And because the Florida Supreme Court had only ordered Broward County recounted and not the rest of the state, so it it was. It was certainly disappointing, and I said it at the time. If I were a Democrat, I'd be very disappointed. But it wasn't a matter of corruption. This is the first time, I don't know, is it in American history? Certainly in my lifetime, I don't know if it's the first time in American history that a serious percentage of Americans believe that cheating on a mass scale took place. Now, there's a way to prove it wrong is to get it investigated. But transparency uh, is not something that the left appreciates. Uh, I, I find it fascinating when I read left-wing comments that, the, that Republicans 
are sore losers. It is, it is hard for me to imagine how somebody on the left could seriously speak about us as sore losers. The people who went into resistance the day of the last election, the resistance, we have Whoopi Goldberg there, the, the people who went into uh, resistance mode from the, from the very first day. Why did, uh, by the way, talk about sore losers? Who board, why did people board up their stores in almost every major city in this country? Because they knew how the left would react if President Trump were reelected. Is there anything sorer than riots? Okay, let's, uh, let's hear that. Right now, I want to say to all those people who don't believe that Americans actually got out and voted, let me say this to you. When you know who was elected four years ago, you know, Hillary Clinton didn't say, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Stop the count. She didn't say, this isn't right. I'm not going for it. She didn't say any of that. So all of you suck it up. Suck it up like we sucked it up. And if you are not sure that you're comfortable with Joe Biden... Okay, like they sucked it up. That's cool. Uh, it's uh, it is quite something what we are living through, my dear friends. You see, I explained to the students when I spoke yesterday that it is. N- It is not a given that a society that is successful will continue to be successful. I I told them what I've told you for so many years, that liberty, that freedom is a value, not a yearning. People yearn to be taken care of. They don't yearn to be free. And there are people who yearn to control. So this this is something that they... They, you need to know, and they need to know. I, I am living through what I didn't expect in America that is a truly, uh, truly in trouble, my friends. And let me just say, we have to continue to fight. Uh, that's what, is, what I wrote in my column, and this is what I do believe. We are, te- we are moving, and this can be done if... if if even 10% of, of our side fights, separate media, separate schools, that the separate schools is critical. We have to take our children out of schools and put them in good schools. A good school is a school that doesn't indoctrinate, a school that teaches. And if you can't find one, then you have to homeschool. The only way that they will get the message is if there are fewer students in the classes for them to teach. Now, what they'll do, I really do believe that they will attempt to uh, ban homeschooling. It is largely banned in Germany. Did you know that? We are the freest country in the world, and the left hates that fact. If they could, they would ban homeschooling in, in, in a nanosecond. You want to educate your children? You don't want the left-wing educational system to educate your children? What is wrong with you?
That's what uh, that is what we're uh, coming to. All right, let's see. Justin in Seattle, Washington. Hello, Justin. I'm not kidding. Should be continuing to support the president. I think it's our duty to take a stand and let them know that we won't be backing down. Uh, And so I encourage everyone, including you, Dennis, to participate in the no diaper challenge. So we are going to go uh, to uh, Los Angeles and Brent. Hello, Brent. Hello, Dennis. I've been a student of yours for decades. And what I wanted to say is, since Abraham Lincoln won the Civil War, no American has had the right to vote away our fundamental God-given freedoms under a misplaced morality moniker of fair play. There's no form of fraudulent fair play that can ever dispossess our foundational God-given freedoms. And All right, let me hold it there, my friend, because i got to take a break. Thank you. Much more to come. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Cortez, formerly of CNN, and now with uh, the one of the heads of the president's re-election campaign, my colleague at uh, AM five nine is it five sixty? Yeah, no, five ninety or five sixty. I see. I know stations. I'm, I'm odd. I know them by call numbers. So it's Wind, the great station in Chicago that I'm on, and he's on as well. He took a leave of absence to help the president. The statistical case, it's 560. I was right originally. Okay, fine. 560. Anyway, wind is how I know it. And uh, anyway, Steve Cortez is there. He's going to be back there. He's written now for National Review. Oh, excuse me, for the National Pulse. And I'd like to read to you uh, some of it about the statistical anomalies with regard to this election. Nobody has proof. I am not claiming that Joe Biden is elected, if he's elected, unfairly. I just want to make that clear. But there are so many serious questions that honest Americans would ask. He begins with turnout. The kinds of numbers reported simply defy reasonable expectations. For Wisconsin overall, the turnout was above 90% of registered voters. Even in a state with same-day registration, such a number seems implausible. After all, in Australia, a place where voting is mandatory and failing to vote is punishable with stiff fines, the total turnout for the most recent election was still only 92%. I just want to say something about that again. America is the freest country 
at least as long as the left is not in control. It's become much less free in my lifetime. That's an example, though. Who the hell is the government to tell me I have to vote? In Australia, you do not have the right not to vote. Does that not blow your mind? Well, it depends. If you're on the left, it doesn't blow your mind. You think Australia is just terrific. Of course, people should be forced to vote. The more you force people to do, the the more the endorphins in a leftist are secreted. Who the hell is the Australian government to tell me I have to vote? <laughs> I... I, I and you know, I I would like to put that uh, in a uh, in a questionnaire to college students. Should the government fine you if you do not vote? Be very curious to see how much left wing totalitarianism has gotten into the bloodstream of young people in America. I'm curious. Since the point is, well, that's better for society, correct? Is it better for society if we're healthy? Yes. So should uh, it, it, should you have to provide proof of exercise? Right? Why not? If the issue is it's good for society, we will force it. I, 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 why don't you give in a... A sugar consumption report. Remember, Bloomberg wanted to uh, limit the size of, of Coke uh, or, excuse me, soda. Uh, and, and it was widely uh, laughed at, but not entirely laughed at. The founding fathers, this was exactly what they rebelled against. An overweening government. I had to make that point because you have to realize how much freer we are, but uh, it it may not last. So if it doesn't last, we will have either two separate nations, literally, physically separate, legally separate, or we will have two nations within one name called the United States of America. The great problem is we create these red states, the conservative states. They, they're far more successful than the cesspools that uh, they make in uh, New York City and, and uh, the other big cities and the state of California. How the state of California has been ruined by the left is, is worthy of crying, truly worthy of crying. I live here. I have seen it go from the happiest place to a place of uh, fecal matter in the street. Thanks to the left. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. Steve Cortez summarizes a lot of the issues that honest people are asking about the elections. 
So he begins with the percentage of people in Wisconsin that have voted. 90% never happened before. And he finds it very implausible, noting that in Australia, where you are fined if you don't vote, it's 92%. Even more importantly, he writes, looking within the Wisconsin vote, the decisive locale for Biden was, unsurprisingly, Milwaukee, Wisconsin's largest city, reported an 84% turnout to secure a 145,000 vote lead there for Biden. Consider a comparison to another very similar Midwestern city, Cleveland, Ohio. Milwaukee has a population of 590,000, 67% of them minorities. Cleveland has 381,000, 60% of them minorities. But Milwaukee's 84% turnout dwarfs Cleveland's more believable 51% turnout rate. Yeah, how do you how do you explain that? I mean, is that this doesn't prove corruption, but it's these things are worthy of asking. Eighty four percent of Milwaukee's voters turned out. Fifty one percent of Cleveland's. Why would that be? Like many of the suspect statistical trends evident from last Tuesday, the abnormal factors favoring Biden seem only present in the key swing states that Biden allegedly won. Number two, outperformance versus Obama. The breakout higher for Biden relative to Obama's performance in key areas simply do not seem credible. Breakouts. Could a candidate as doddering and lazy as Biden really have massively outpaced the vote totals of a politician who boasted rock star appeal? For example, consider that in key Pennsylvania counties of Chester, Cumberland, and Montgomery, Biden bested the Obama election performance by factors of 1.24 to 1.43 times. For Montgomery County, Obama won the swing county by 59,000 votes in his 2012 re-election. But in 2020, Biden won Montgomery County by a whopping 131,000 votes, more than twice the prior Obama margin. And goes on with Montgomery, a county. 313,000 total vote, crushing Obama's 233. That's Biden's vote. Same county, two elections later, 313,000 for Biden, 233,000 for Obama. So you'll say, well, maybe the population grew in eight years. You know how much it grew in the entire county? 22,000. <laughs> so basically no growth. 313,000 Biden, 233,000 even take let's say every single one of the 22,000 voted for, for voted for Biden so it's still a whopping difference 3 Biden only ballots Trump campaign legal counsel Sidney Powell reports that nationwide 
over 450,000 Biden-only ballots were cast, meaning the voter allegedly selected Biden but then neglected down-ballot candidates, including closely contested Senate and House races. Now, you have to admit that's very unlikely. If you are really interested in getting Biden in, then you want other Democrats in the Senate and in the House, not to mention propositions or or local elections. Why would so many people vote Biden only in battleground Georgia, but not in deeply red Wyoming? In Georgia, President Trump's vote total almost exactly tracked the vote totals for the Republican Senate candidates separated by merely 818 votes out of 2.5 million, 2.4 million that Trump earned there. But Joe Biden saw an astounding surplus of 95,000 votes over the Democratic Senate candidates. Is that clear to you? Do you understand that, that how bizarre that is? Of course it leads me to believe there was cheating. Of course it does. I... I, I if I have any any integrity, I have to believe that the, these anomalies suggest cheating. As he writes, the Biden-only ballots do not conclusively prove fraud, but they sure reek of something very amiss. By the way, how do you prove fraud? People who have signed the sworn affidavits are dismissed. Uh, if you had a video of a guy stuffing a box, they would say it's an anomaly. I don't know how you prove fraud. But, uh, and I know that Democrats and leftists don't care that uh, almost half the country believes that they were cheated or believes they might have been cheated. It doesn't matter. The media are truly villainous. The, their ability to shape the reality of the society. And it's going to get more and more totalitarian as dissenting voices are shut down. I remind you of a rule of life. There is nowhere in world history that the left has ruled that free speech has prevailed. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Reflective of a happier time in America. Isn't that true? Surfing USA, and, and it's of course with regard to California, I assume. Beach Boys. The human condition is such that there are those who really do resent joy. It is known uh, in the West as the left. If you read about Marx, he, he was a joyless 
despicable human being, truly despicable. He hated humanity. Uh, and everyone hated him. Right, he hated everybody. His family considered him uh, uh, just a, a freeloader. He wanted just money from them. Marks. Uh, it's so amazing. This was the country that the, basically the attitude of most Americans has been with regard to the government please leave me alone. I I want to take care of my life. I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of my community. Just give me the freedom to do that. Versus, we will take care of you, take care of your family, take care of your community. The collapse of the church as a bulwark of the of society, where so much good happened. Forget, forget God, forget Bible, forget religion. Just so much good emanated from the local church, taking care of of kids in troubled homes. Do you know that uh, the you should look this up, folks. How much better kids did in orphanages than uh, the, the same, the equivalent type of child now in foster care? You would be stunned. They had a they had a rigorous social life, almost always run under religious auspices. The college attendance rate of kids in orphanages was extraordinarily high but the the left they're always it's always progress changed right remember change change is is almost erotic uh, in in the impulse it creates in someone of the left what did uh, schumer just say we're going to change america why does he want that Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but 
My back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 